T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. and company imagine you're a senior in high school you're about to go into college and you know you're going to make the football team and you dream that someday in a championship game i'll throw for 400 yards 400 yards i'll do five touchdowns that'll be my dream you say it's impossible you're a little late they did it yesterday news talk 930 presents to you now sandy I mean, what better place to do it than in the championship game? And what better time to do it is the last glimpse that the Pro Scouts will have of you as a college player. And that's what happened. Uh, now, you guys, uh, was this guy, uh, you know, promoted to be the next phenom at the beginning of the season? Uh, yeah, he was. Well, not at the beginning of the season, no. Uh, he had a decent season last year. He's a transfer from Ohio State. Um, I believe former uh, Mr. Ohio or whatever. Oh, he's uh, in a beauty contest? Or? No, no. As Did he best high school uh, football legs? player in Ohio. Did he have good legs? He had real good legs. Better than Flutie? Uh, yes, he had a better right. arm. So uh, this guy was good, but uh, nobody knew how really good he is? Right. No, like the, the beginning of the season, you know, you looked at Heisman candidates. Two, uh, well, who is J- it we're talking about, by the way? What's that? Who is it we're talking Joe about? Joe Burrow. Okay, go ahead. Uh, but you look at Jalen Hurts, uh, Tua, Tago. Oh, I, can't, I have always have trouble with his last Tua. name. <laughs> yeah, Tua. I mean, those are the guys Tua that. What? what is he, Tua? Tagovailoa. Maybe three. What's that? Yeah. He, he plays Tagliola football, does he? <laughs> how do you like that? How would you like to be doing play-by-play uh, with that with that name? No. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so you look at those guys. Those are the early quarterback favorites for the not just the Heisman, but for the draft next year. I mean, but now it's clear Joe Burrow is going to be playing for his hometown favorite, Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Uh, I mean, this just capped off a great season. And like Tony said, he transferred out of Ohio State. So Ohio State had their chance with him. Not that they didn't have a good season as well, but now yeah, LSU, yeah. undefeated Coach O, taking that team all the way. Five touchdowns, 400 yards. Those are dream stats. Yeah, he had seven touchdowns uh, against Oklahoma. Against Oklahoma, you, you, you got to click your mic around. I say he had seven touchdowns in a game against Oklahoma. Seven, seven. That was in the semifinal. He's wow! <laughs> my God, I'm anxious to see him play. Yeah, he probably could have thrown for ten in that game. Yeah. Uh, well, what kind of you know? This was a championship game. What does that say about the other team's defense? Actually, Clemson's defense is not bad, and uh, if you watched early on, they were shutting LSU down. But the thing with football is, once coordinators figure out the key to unlocking the other side, then it's uh, like you know, open the floodgates, and like that's what Kansas they did. Kansas City in the game last weekend, yeah. And credit to, to LSU because Clemson had two drive start on the right side of the 50, 
and they could not get in the end zone. If they had gone up, you know, 21 points at one point, we might be talking about a different outcome. But LSU, as Tony said, Clemson kept them deep in their zone uh, or in their end of the field for most of the first quarter. But Clemson could not capitalize on the field position. And then once that LSU offense clicked, uh, it was kind of game over. The, the floodgates were open. Do you do what I do? Okay, your team is up and you go, okay, we're up by a touchdown and a field goal and we still got another point. And you think, we're pretty good now, don't you think? And suddenly the, the gates open and you forget that. Well, I usually match it up with the clock and I try to figure out possession-wise, how many possessions would it take to get back, how many scores is it going to take, does you know, it, whether they have to go for two does it or seem, not. Does it seem forever when your team is up and you're looking at the clock to burn some time and the clock goes, whoa. Yeah, yes. It's the total opposite because when you're up 10 – it seems like it's the, it's three quarters to take 10 minutes. When you're down by 10, it's the fastest clock you've ever seen. And uh, this weekend, this weekend, the last uh, stop before the Super Bowl, uh, basically, uh, should be an exciting weekend. We've only got a, a couple of games, but they should be good ones. I hate the fact that now they switch it to where the, you know, the first game's at 3 o'clock and the second game's at night. I miss the old days where it was 12.30, 1 o'clock's the first game, 3.30, like 4 o'clock the season. second game. Yeah, like the regular season. I don't have a problem with 3 and 6. I really don't. I, I don't because I don't want to watch it at night. I want to watch it during the day. You should go to California. First time I was there and, uh, on a Sunday, turned the TV on. Keep in mind the, the three hours difference. So, uh, ten o'clock in the morning, they're they're kicking off on the first game. Yeah. Do you know how many games I overslept because of that when I yeah, lived in Vegas? Yeah. Because you, you just can't get used to it. No. It's it's impossible. That's that's the I think the reason the only reason they do it is because they uh, AFC NFC switch from three to six every year. So they don't want San Francisco being caught to play a nine a.m. game, even though the Pac-12 now is talking about potentially letting their teams play 9 a.m. home games next season. I have only one request. Uh, no matter what happens, I want to make sure that my favorite uh, my favorite color analyst, shall we say, former quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, by the way, did it seem strange to you that after Jimmy Johnson, they surprised Jimmy Johnson uh, by telling him he's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, uh, that up in the booth, nothing was said about it uh, from uh, the color analyst who played for him. Like, but they showed him during the speech. They showed him looking. Aikman. Yeah. Aikman? Aikman didn't say anything. But he didn't say yeah. anything. You're right. He, he certainly played for him. Yeah. Uh, so, But he they show Aikman. He's got his headset on, and he's looking down. He's probably at a monitor uh, to see what's going on. But there was no reaction. And when they came back to the booth, he didn't say anything. Hmm, Didn't that seem strange? Yeah. Maybe he didn't like him. I don't know. Jimmy Johnson drafted him, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, so that's, uh, that'll be yeah, – that was good. And I'm glad Cower got in, too. That was cool. Yeah, they surprised him. Uh, two of the coaches that I liked when they were coaching. I like the surprise thing. This That yeah. caught me off guard. That was good. I didn't know it was going to happen. That was good. But at the end when they said, we're just kidding. <laughs> Psych. Because <laughs> they both broke into tears. Now, if I'm an NFL player, I don't want to see my, my coach in tears. I'm sorry. There's no crying in football. That might be the only time that it's acceptable because that's a pretty yeah, huge honor. I guess, I guess it's a very big honor. Are you kidding? With all the great coaches that have coached? 
Right. So that, and that, yeah, that was nice the way they did it. And I, the thing with Jimmy Johnson, uh, some people don't understand or realize, is he was an innovator. Uh, he is part of the evaluation system that he put grades and value so that when you draft or you trade, you're drafting on, on uh, a value system that he implemented. Well, remember before him, uh, who was that uh, uh, player guy, Gil, Gil Brandt? Gil Brandt. Yeah, now he was an innovator as well. Yeah. So that was some, uh, some pretty good football. Yeah. Well, what do you think of Tony Romo potentially going to ESPN? Well, I, For I don't huge care, money. I don't care where he goes as long as he stays on the air because he is great. Uh, Tony Romo makes my day. When I when I see the CBSI, the first thing I think of is I hope Romo's got the game because he is just so good. I just don't want him to be stuck on those Monday night games having to call, you know, Cleveland and Miami. So that's the rumor? Is his contract yeah. up on CBS? Yeah. His uh, rookie ESPN wants to make him the highest paid. Oh, uh, analyst? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's good. But I don't care for ESPN's uh, broadcast. No, same. No? Well, maybe they'll adjust it to him. <laughs> I wish we, they we would. We don't know. Let's take something. a break. When we come back, there's something we have to learn to do. We have to learn to be more observant because when, when there's a crime committed and you see it uh, and the cops say, okay, what was he wearing? The, uh, the explanation of what you saw is so dumb. Now, I know there's probably a lot of adrenaline pumping, uh, but we'll talk about how to be a better an- analyzer on News Radio 930 WBN. And I'm looking at the text board. There are some things where, you know, there's a difference of opinion or you don't like the color gray, you like the color yellow, you know, that kind of stuff. But this, I just, I'm not buying it. I am not buying it. The first text I have is, Sandy, I'm glad Tony Romo is going to ESPN because I don't get ESPN. He's the worst color guy on TV. Now, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. But maybe I'm prejudiced because I think... I like his style. I like the fact that he calls what's going to happen, and it happens. Happened again this uh, past weekend when he said, uh, yeah, defense, when they shift over here, they're going to be ding, 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 and this is where the play is going to go. And it was exactly right. It was like he was watching a tape of the game. All right, Romo on a score of 1 to 10, 10 being out of your mind the best, uh, the best ever. What do you think? I think I would probably give him an eight, but I think maybe the criticism comes from Bills fans who were upset that he seemed more like a cheerleader during the Bills Cowboys game than he did an analyst. Oh, so okay, you're going to hold that against him. What do you think? One to ten? Yeah, I, I'm right along with Tony. I'm actually going to say like nine, nine and a half. I, I think Romo is one of the best that I've seen as a color analyst. I mean, he forces me to watch games. I might not be watching yeah, at 4 true. o'clock on a Sunday. That's true. Um, and you know what? All the greats are going to have haters. But if ESPN wants to make him, and Tony made a great point yesterday, ESPN, who is cutting people left and right, and they're going to throw a lot of money at him, obviously most of America thinks he's one of the best. And look at it like this. He's young. He can, uh, he can continue working for a long, long time. I mean, look how long Madden was involved before he finally hung up his spikes. It, to me, Madden, that was the benchmark. Yeah, Madden, John Madden. He, uh, uh, he used to, probably still does, live in the town I lived in uh, when I was in San Francisco. I'll say right now, though, I don't think Tony Romo goes to ESPN. Oh, you don't think so? I think if CBS continues with what the deal they have now, because Tony Romo obviously wants to chase his golf dream, so he is going to be in qualifiers every now and then. That's CBS. If CBS keeps the deal... Where if you qualify, 
you're exempt from that game. You don't have to call that game. I think he sticks with CBS. Oh, Even, doesn't he get to continue doing the Masters, right? And he could continue doing the Masters with Jim Nance. He could do golf coverage. One of my favorite golfs, it was a no-name golf tournament, and Tony Romo was try- attempting to qualify for it, and they had him mic'd up with Jim Nance doing the uh, commentary. I thought it was really cool. And uh, I think if that's in the deal, he might go to CBS and stay for less money than what ESPN offers him. And he's not stuck to one game a week. He gets one of the best games every week. I would think CBS could offer more money than ESPN. Yeah, well, ESPN is owned by ABC, which is owned by Disney. So they uh, Disney, there's a lot of money when you, when you follow it down to Disney. Well, I, as long as he's on the air, that's all I can. Yeah. That's all I care about. And uh, there's, there's some other good ones, but it's just that he is so good and fresh. He sounds different. He doesn't sound like anybody else that's on uh, television doing color. Well, the best part about him is his ability to recognize what uh, the offense is going oh, to do and, and tell you, all right, they're going to they're gonna go jet sweep yeah, here, yeah. and it will tell yeah. you why. Exactly. And this big push from ESPN, I heard, is they're up for contract this year with the NFL, and they don't like being the only network left out of the Super Bowl. So they're hoping, hey, look, we have Tony Romo. Get Give us a Super Bowl. Good point. All right, that was the first one. Here's the second one. Uh, oh, wow, man. When they come in fast, they, okay. They really, okay. Here, so, uh, this is the second one. Did Sandy cry when he went into the Radio Hall of Fame? No, I didn't cry. Uh, but strangely enough, I, I don't get nervous over anything, really. I, I just don't. Even even the Hall of Fame induction, I had in my mind what I was going to say, and I knew I could say it, so I get up there. And I made the mistake of looking down, and right there is my table. It holds nine people plus me. So here were nine of the most important people in my life right there. And I'm doing this, and it just hit me like, oh, my God, I better do this well. And I got nervous. I've never been nervous before. Yes. I, uh, you know, even on a much smaller scale, was I think 2007, I was inducted into the Harvard Cup Hall of Fame. And I thought, you know, this is no big deal. It was held at Petty Bones, and, which is a nice place. And uh, I sure. thought, no big deal. I'll just yeah. get, you know, then wing it and everything and uh, get behind the microphone and the podium. And you look out, like you're saying, at everybody that you know that has to do with high school football. I was then blown away. Yeah, it, 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 you don't know it until you do it. Uh, so if I ever go into another Hall of Fame, I'll be uh, uh, better prepared. I won't look down until it's over. Now, you're the only one, Buzzy, because you're just entering this race. Uh, Tony, what, what Hall of Fame do you think Buzzy would be in? V-Tech. V-Tech. He's got to be in the V-Tech something. They need Hall a fan of Hall of Fame. I think you have to go to Tech to be uh, eligible oh, to you? be in one of those Hall of Fames. Well, we'll enroll you. We'll pay for your tuition. Oh, thank you. That'll be nice, and you won't have to go to class. <laughs> you just have to <laughs> be like the athletes. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the season that you're doing uh, what, what we t- would like to see you do. Yeah, you're definitely a Hall of Fame for Virginia Tech uh, candidate. Well, thank you. Thank you. They, they owe you a lot. If we were in Blacksburg or something doing this radio show, uh, they would be showering you with adulation and gifts and donuts. And I probably wouldn't get as many complaints on the text board for mentioning them. That's, that's probably true. <laughs> the only thing I, you know, that uh, bothered me was that my dad wasn't alive, or any, you know, yeah, my mom was still alive when I was inducted, but my dad not being around oh, that sure. kind of bothered me. There's a difference though between being in your mind and them, you know, eight feet away from you, right where uh, where you can see them. I mean. Because all of a sudden it's a shock. You know, you can put everything else aside and kind of wait 
until the end. I remember uh, the first time I I hosted a live action broadcast. We were doing the high school show before an ECC game. And, you know, I'm setting up and doing everything. But I, I it should have clicked to me the night before when my dad came up to me and asked me, he goes, uh, would you mind I drive you to the uh, to ECC? And I couldn't understand why he wanted to do that until we're set up and we're into the show. And I look over to my left and I see my dad standing over by himself. And wow. That's nice. Yeah, Seeing his you. face lit up and I could see the pride. And that was that was amazing. Yeah, the, uh, every once in a while it comes it comes back and and gets you. Here's something from the police blotter uh, from the, uh, the the B the Amherst B the police blotter. We like these kind of unusual stories. On Monday, December 30th, a resident of the Park Country Lane reported that a man, approximately in his 40s, with long hair, let's see, well that that'll cut it way down, uh, with long hair, said somebody came and knocked on his door. The person appeared intoxicated and was foaming from the mouth and asked for a ride. Now, I'm, I'm thinking if somebody knocks on your door and they're foaming at the mouth and they ask for a ride, is that a big uh, like period where you have to decide, gee, should I give the guy who's foaming from the mouth a ride? That would be nice. It's raining. Uh, but that's it. And, and all he said was that uh, he had long hair, which doesn't really help the, the uh, cops. In the next one. Uh, what they observed was this person had brown hair and facial hair. So he had either a mustache or a beard and brown hair. That's not enough to go with either. you got to give the cops a little bit uh, more than that. Uh, at a Maple Road restaurant, a passerby reported a woman driving a white SUV pulled up next to a gray SUV and started screaming at the driver. The person in the gray SUV was placing an order <laughs> at the restaurant. Huh? What's the matter? Are you out of uh, you out of potatoes or what's going on here? We'll be back with more of Beach and Company on News Radio 930. This is WBN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All righty, it is Beach and Company, and I'm Sandy Beach. Just a deal of the day for you. Take a trip and enjoy whole body wellness when you visit Relaxation Station. Uh, well, that doesn't sound good, Relaxation Station. I like it. A one-hour facial. Whoa, one hour. Let that settle in. That's a full 60 minutes of facializing. 
That's really good. It's a one-hour facial for just $65, regular price $80. That's a saving of almost 25%. It's today's deal of the day from Get My Perks. I might get this one. <laughs> my, get My Perks, the details at uh, getmyperks.com, which makes sense. Remember the perks to living in western New York. Just a few clicks away uh, at getmyperks.com. Does that sound good for you guys, a one-hour facial? Would you like that? You know what? You need uh, more than an hour. Yeah. Maybe I'll pass on that part of it. You're not, yeah, but the massaging part sounds important. Yeah, one hour. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, so uh, count, uh, let's get one and divide it up. We can get 20 minutes each. Tony, I think you need more than 20 minutes. Maybe we'll give you our time. <laughs> I need a miracle. Yeah, getmyperks.com is what we're talking about. And now, on Friday, it's going to be a big deal for Chris Collins because he is going to be sentenced, uh, basically, for insider trading, uh, to round it all off. And the uh, prosecutors, uh, the, uh, the government, the federal government, uh, will recommend throw the book at him. Uh, they recommend the maximum sentence. What is the maximum sentence for the crimes that he's, uh, he's been found guilty of? is uh, 46 to 57 months. I see they've divided it into months. I'd make it maybe make it look a little uh, a little more uh, easy to take. But 40 let's see, 4 years would be 48 months. So we can round it off to 4 years. And then 5 years would be 60 months and it says 57. So we're going to round it off to 4 to 5 years. Okay? It's rounded off, so don't don't say I, I got my math wrong. And uh, what will he get? His attorneys want no jail time, uh, but the, uh, the, uh, the prosecutors want uh, four to five years. And so 46, 57 months in jail, that's the top end of the guideline range. Uh, the feds say it's necessary in order to satisfy the objectives of Title 18, United States Code, Section 3553A, and in particular to promote respect for the law to provide just punishment for the offense and to achieve general difference. Well, the bottom line is uh, some people may consider what he did, insider trading, as no harm, no foul, but that's wrong. It is a harm and it is a foul because insider trading gives you advance notice of something that's going to happen ahead of everybody else. So you're, you're committing a crime by that inside information uh, that other people don't have, all right? And a lot of people, uh, stocks are, are a big part of, um, of uh, their, their portfolio, and maybe they've got it set aside uh, to, uh, to uh, uh, retire on or maybe to send their kids to college or whatever. And anybody that's using insider trading is scamming the public, and that's the point. Now, when an elected official passes information even though his son is not elected official. Uh, uh, so we'll ask, uh, it, it hurts the whole market, and, and it takes confidence in the whole market away. Uh, let me ask my two guys. Uh, instead of just going with raw numbers, uh, which I just gave you, uh, it doesn't mean much when you see it like that, for uh, 46 to uh, 57 uh, months, just say low, medium, or high in the guideline uh, what do you think someone like Chris Collins should get? Uh, and uh, he's out of office now. He's going to go to jail, but we don't know how much. 
His lawyers want nothing. Obviously, they'd prefer that. What would you like, low, medium, or a high sentence? I would like at least medium. I'm sick and tired of the rich getting away with everything. And I hate to sound like, oh, I'm being jealous because of money, but it seems like we've had uh, so many crimes, white-collar crimes. It's about time somebody does some time. Well, I don't disagree with what you say except the rich part. I think the rich part really doesn't have much to do with it. Uh, to me, it's the elected official part that gets me angry. Yeah. And I and I understand that, but uh, the rich part, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because it seems like the wealthy have a different uh, set of rules to go by than we do. Well, I think that many times when we see that, uh, that's what we'd say, except the real answer is they have better lawyers. Uh, in other words, there are differences in lawyers. That's the reason some lawyers are $1.50 an hour and the others are astronomical. Uh, because they're simply better at interpreting the law, looking at the standards that have been applied before. So when a person's rich, they probably, the difference is, is that they have better lawyers. They can afford better lawyers. If you can't afford the cream of the crop and uh, you're not getting the maximum representation, I think that's the difference. Yeah, right? but also in sentencing, it seems like they get off. Uh, easier than someone who is not of uh, of wealth. Well, I think we can track it case by case, uh, and and you might have a point there. But I think basically, if you go with the he's an elected official elected by the people in this district to represent them in Congress, and if he's scamming, it's worse than uh, Joe Blow, uh, who is just a regular guy. Uh, you know, works at the hardware store uh, uh, because he has an advantage over him. Because he's elected and is supposed to represent him. I think that's what gets me. But you said medium, right? Yes, and okay. I agree with what you just said. Okay. And Mr. Uh, Mr. Beamer, yes. light, medium, or heavy sentence? You, you know, I'd like, uh, I'd say a heavy, you know. He had a chance to come forward early on in this investigation. He put, he made investigators put time our money into investigating them just to eventually plead guilty. Um, and he's made his district look bad, I think. So I wouldn't be mind. I wouldn't mind if the book was thrown at him. Yeah, I'm going heavy too. Uh, normally I go heavy on any crime where someone is injured. Uh, but in this case, there's more than one way to be injured. You could be injured physically, throw you off a roof, uh, or uh, you can be injured uh, fiscally. Uh, because you you uh, take the bottom out of somebody's portfolio uh, by having insider information, or you you build it up uh, unfairly in an unfair uh, way. So I'm saying uh, I can hear those things from here, uh, very very loud and clear. There we go. Thank you. Uh, but I, I I'm going to go heavy too. Uh, so Tony goes medium, and you go heavy, and I go heavy uh, because I, I for different we are all for different reasons, but it's a breach of trust. I think it's very important that we be able to trust our government. If he were, if he owned a string of hardware stores, instead of being uh, an elected representative, I'd probably be easier on him on this crime. But he doesn't. We uh, we voted uh, those who did. We voted for him. We trusted him, and uh, he showed his uh, uh, his indifference to our, uh, our our thoughts and our, our you know our ability to judge a good person to represent us. So I'm going heavy. 
So we got two heavies and a light. Do you think that his smug attitude uh, will rub people or has rubbed people the wrong way to where people are going to want him to go heavy because of his attitude? Oh, yeah. There's always a representation of, oh, he was the greatest guy. He was so nice. He helped orphans, you know, all that sort of thing. So let's give him a light sentence as opposed to he was smug, indifferent, and I hope they throw the book at him. There are different reasons, like John Regas, for instance. When John Regas got into that car and the cop had his hand on the back of John Regas's white-haired head and, and uh, guided him down into the seat, I felt awful. There's no reason for me to feel awful, but I did. And uh, with this, I don't feel awful. I, I simply don't. I think he was what you just described him. And so I have no problem if they throw the book at him. It's not a huge difference. Uh, I guess it is if you're there. If you're in there, yeah, you know, it's easy to say it when you're not serving it. Uh, but the bottom line is we got to, to two heavies and a medium. Thank you. To go with fries and tater tots. We'll be back with more. Beach and Company, 803-0930, 1-800-616-9236 and star 930. Uh, what do you think? What kind of sentence should uh, Chris Collins get on Friday? Low, medium, or high? Light, medium, or heavy? Whatever you'd like to have. On Friday, Chris Collins will be sentenced. The sentence guidelines are 46 to 57 months. The feds, the prosecutors, uh, want it in the maximum. Uh, and you are fine going to find out. The, uh, one of the problems I'm having is if he gets a light sentence, will the ink on his new tattoos dry? You know, those tattoos take a, a lot of time. And then um, going to class like how to make a shiv, uh, that's not easy. No, well, that's, those shiv that's a tough classes, one. especially final exam, multi shivs. Well, uh, I just want to know what gang he's going to join. Yeah, I, I don't know the uh, the crude investors. I'm not really sure. <laughs> that's a uh, tough one. <laughs> the one thing I don't like, and you don't like, and I, I don't know about Buzzy. We'll have to ask him later. Is uh, when they're sentenced on a crime like this, white collar. And they um, they got to spend X amount of time, and they get a soft, uh, uh, so, a soft pen, soft penitentiary. Yeah, well, you know, like uh, because, uh, cable and yeah, yeah, they have golf. Know, it's basically what I don't have the golf channel. Uh, that's that's the biggest complaint, as opposed to going up against the gangs that are there. He has to suffer through shrimp scampi for dinner. Yeah, with no sauce. You know, that's not right. Uh, so let's see. Let's find out what people think. Let's go to Mike on a cell phone. Mike, thanks for holding. You're on WBEN. Uh, good morning. Uh, I don't think you should have any type of uh, sentence whatsoever. You know, thanks a lot. Mr. Collins has created jobs. He's helped a lot of people out. You know what? How many politicians go to go to Washington broke, and then when they get done, they're millionaires? A lot of them. There's, yeah, yep. A lot of them. And look at Chelsea Clinton. You know how much millions of dollars she's gotten just sitting on boards? Well, we can't, we can't judge how we should sentence him because we don't like how someone else has either not been prosecuted or prosecuted lightly. You've got to look at it independently. As, uh, as the way I look at it, it's a crime against his constituents, against the public. Well, how did the, how does this crime go against the constituents of the public? Did they, did they harm you? Insider trading? Yes, it harms everybody. That's what you have to understand. It harms everybody, whether you're in the market or not, especially with an elected official. Uh, they, they are held uh, to a higher standard. If they don't want to be held to a higher standard, they shouldn't be elected. Just, just remind me if I'm ever on a trial and you guys are my peers. 
Well, let's hope uh, let's hope you're never on a trial. First of all, but we'll uh, we'll we'll bring something on conjugal visit day for you. Oh man! Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> he doesn't believe he should get anything. Well, neither do his lawyers. But you can understand he pays his lawyers. Neither does he. <laughs> can you imagine his lawyers going? We want the maximum sentence. Uh, now we gave it our best shot, but uh, here bring bring on more high profile guys. They pay ahead. Now, see, I don't understand that guy's attitude at all. He doesn't want any kind of any kind of punishment. Uh, that's what I sh- said in the monologue part. Remember, a lot of people don't think of this as some kind of a big deal, but it is a big deal because, okay, he was talking about politicians going to jail. Well, what do you think Chris Collins is? He's a politician. Did he commit a crime? Yes, he did. Insider trading is a crime. And uh, does it hurt anybody? It hurts everybody. That's the point. When, when you just give up, you throw in the white towel and say, look, everybody's a crook that goes to Washington. Everybody's a crook that goes to Albany. Everybody's a crook at County Hall. You've given up on, on America. They are supposed to be held to a higher standard. Uh, if Joe Schmo commits insider trading, you're probably even less of a, a thought to you that it's any kind of a problem. But it is. But it's really a, a much bigger deal when an elected official, no matter whether a Democrat or a Republican, woman, man, doesn't matter. If they're an elected official, they're held to a higher standard. And they would have more access to information, perhaps. Uh, information that the government's doing with their stock portfolio that they would have. That's why they can't have it. Can't do it. Okay, and I was just kidding about visiting that guy and conjugal visit day. I'm busy that day. All right, we'll be back with more. But first, ladies and gentlemen, we have a cash code, 72881. Here's what you text. Taxi! Oh, taxi! T-A-X-I. Taxi. Send that to 72881 and tell them to pay the fare. You might win $1,000 in cash. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 